Hello and welcome to, I want to say another episode, but we've rebranded, we've renamed. This is now Morning Tea, but morning like the death of someone. <laughs> if you're wondering why I rebranded, it's because I own a hairline and the hairline is called Morning Hair. Once again, like mourning the death of someone. It's very goth and macabre and very Adams Family-esque is what I kind of think the vibe is. And morning tea just sounded rat. And you know what else I'm going to be starting soon? Something called the morning roast. It's not coffee. Um, it's going to be that. <laughs> I had a lot of people DM me when I was doing a live and they're like, you should fucking roast my Instagram. And I'm like, I'm not a roasting person because if someone roasted me, I'd probably cry just depending on the person and if I actually cared. But I'm happy to give feedback. So I think what I might start doing now is maybe like once or twice a month, literally anyone who volunteers, like, go to their Instagram, choose one of their photos and quote unquote roast it. I'm not going to fucking roast. You're not going to be mean, but I will give you feedback on it. So anyway, things are going good. <laughs> My hairline hasn't launched, but we've almost sold out. Still moving to Colorado, finally have a date, but then freaking out, just freaking out about everything. And I think as an entrepreneur, it's so funny because I talk to a lot of other entrepreneurs. And the one thing that I've noticed is we're all basically like, oh, I'm just doing the best that I can with what I have. And everything's just really hard right now and not hard in a bad way just it's just a it's just a lot that's it it's just a lot so what do I actually want to talk about today um you guys were very receptive to my last podcast talking about engagement and what that looked like and mistakes that were being made and I've recently started taking on more and more like social media clients of really just like helping you guys and as stylists revamp and redo your social media and one of them is actually a friend of mine his name is Grayson and I want to talk about this because I think it's so interesting so he has over 50,000 followers right I think he was like 51.7 or something and him and I were talking and he was just like god like I haven't grown at all in months like my account is staying stagnant I can't figure out what's going on I don't understand and I was like um can I tell you what you're doing wrong? And he was like, eh, yeah, what What am I doing wrong? So I basically went to his account and I was like, here's everything you're doing wrong. Like this didn't land because of this. This didn't land because of this. This didn't land because of this. Here's the things you need to do and adjust. I'm like, you're selling too fucking much, which I get. Like you're excited. You want people to experience Weft Lab. He has a course specializing in light color and less. So I'm like, but it's, it's just not landing because now you're not giving any value. You're just selling. And that's annoying. Like, honestly, like it's just not that that's, that's not the vibe. And so we started reworking his Instagram and what he should be posting and hooks. And I've worked out with him on four posts so far. And four, all four have gotten like 40,000, 50,000, 30,000. And it was like maybe 60. The lowest was like 15 or 20. And so I'm like, that that shows that it works though. And now he's at 52,000 followers. So I'm like, I think people think that once you get to a certain point, it doesn't really matter what you post because people follow you. They don't fucking care. Everybody cares all the time. And but I also think people think that with like a small account that you can't grow a small account because it's a small account. Well, that's also not true. Every large account that you see now at one point was a small account. Like everybody starts off in the same place and that's not a big fat fucking zero, baby. That's at nothing. So one thing that him and I, we'd like I said, we go through a lot. We go through everything of his social media from both of the hooks, because yes, yours should have two. Both of the call to actions. Because yes, your reels should have to, the body, the everything. So what I want to talk about today is, well, what the hell 
should a caption actually look like? Like, what should it look like? And what are the mistakes I see? So, and I'll use him as an example. He knows I'm doing this. He's fine with it. I'm not like fucking roasting him. So one thing that is, I he is very smart, smart. And he loves to write. Like that motherfucker journals all the time. I'm sure there are journals, one journals, one journals in his apartment. But one thing I, he was writing very, very long captions. And I'm like, Ayo, you obviously know what you're talking about. It's never going to land. This caption is not technically good. And he's like, well, how, why is it not good? I'm like, well, it's not good because no one's going to read it. Sorry to tell you, but nobody, nobody's going to read that caption because it's literally 45 pages long. And he's like, oh yeah, I run out of room. Like they, they like cap my cap captions all the time. I'm like, yeah, that's not, that's not good. And he just kept saying, he's like, oh, but I just want to, I want to give them everything. I want to tell them everything. I'm like, that's great. And truly, like, I think that's a wonderful mentality to have. But by trying to give them everything, you're giving them nothing because now they're not consuming your content. So all that great, wonderful information that you did have in the caption, it, it literally doesn't matter because they're never going to read it. So now you've actually given them no value. And that was like a hard thing for him to hear because he does take a lot of pride in like putting forth so much like great content. So problem one, it's too fucking long and nobody reads. Especially hairstylists. We love a pretty picture and we love a funny reel and a good reel and videos. But most hairstylists I know don't really like to read. I mean, I do. Grayson does. My other best friend does like we do. But that's that's where that's not the norm. That's not common. So you really have to think about your target market and is a very long caption going to land if it's not stop doing it? Another mistake I see people make is, oh my goodness gracious, you just, when y'all write, you're writing long stuff and then you're not even breaking it up. It is just one big old paragraph. And as someone who loves to read, I'm not even doing that. I don't know why it looks overwhelming. It looks a little bit stressful. I don't, I don't, that's going to be a hard note for me, dog. So you also have to think, is it appealing to the eyes to read or are you making it difficult for people to kind of like focus and squint look away and like hold a paper to keep track of the words like no one's going to do that because nobody cares social media frankly is meant to be pretty uh, consumed pretty quickly depending on the platform and instagram is a pretty fast platform and with that if you have these very long captions and then you're not breaking it up you have well, like I said, you have nothing to break it up, which means you need to use some kind of emoji somewhere. Like at, at least if someone doesn't want to fully watch or read what it is that you wrote, if you at least have a couple emojis somewhere, it'll attract their attention. So instead, you're just using all words. And now it feels like, you know, a thesis to get your doctorate as opposed to something just interesting on social media. Now, that, not the last thing, because honestly, there's like a lot of other things that I want to talk about in the caption. But one of the other really big mistakes that I see is when you have a call to action, you're putting the call to action at the bottom. Totally fine. That's not a big deal. There's a couple, few places it can go. The bottom is one of them. That's great. But the problem is you're always selling. Don't forget to DM me if you want to buy this. DM me if you want an appointment. Text me if you want an appointment. Comment below if you want to buy. Comment if you want more. Uh, uh. And so now they like re potentially, potentially read this long ass thing you probably didn't read it and now at the end it's just like now buy my stuff so you're getting zero engagement which i talked about in my last podcast that what we want is engagement because that is what the algorithm pushes out but now there's no engagement so now it's not going to be pushed out literally at all it's it's, it's just not going to be pushed out and that is a problem 
So one of the really big mistakes I see, I'm seeing is you're providing some value, but then at the end you're like pitch, 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 sell, 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 pitch, sell, buy, 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 buy. No, that now it feels like it was like you roped them in. It was like a bait switch. You catfished them. You gave them something just to immediately ask for something in return. That doesn't feel good to people. So then I'm sure you're listening and you're like. Thanks, Ani. Fuck. I do all of those things. Now, what in the hell am I actually supposed to do? Like, what, what's what's the opposite of this? So let's talk about some, like, pro caption moves. Things that you really, things that you really should be doing in your caption that you're probably not doing but need to happen. Okay? Pro caption moves. First off, please keep it short and sweet. Now, I'm going to put a big fat fucking asterisk on this. Short and sweet does not mean two row ho, uh, 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 and then you don't write anything else. Um, no. By short and sweet, I mean a couple paragraphs, 10 sentences, not 75 sentences and 4,700 freaking paragraphs. Like, there's a medium. It's like when people say, oh my God, hear me out. All my stylists, you know. When people are like, oh my gosh, I'm either platinum blonde or I'm, I'll be jet black. Bitch, do you know in between platinum blonde and jet black is literally any and every color you could possibly imagine? Those are not your only two options. But girlies either think we get a box eye that's jet black or we get Sally's bleach and wear big bird yellow. They're going to call it blonde, but we all know it's big bird yellow. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. So it doesn't have to be a crazy long thesis of a statement and a caption nor does it have to be so short that it's, you know, four words. There is a happy medium, I promise you. Now, with that, because remember what I said, you don't want it to be one big massive paragraph. You need to break it up to be easy to read. I will be honest. I have found that breaking it up sentence by sentence is easiest. The most amount of sentences I will put together is three. I'm not putting together more than three sentences. It's just, it, it becomes now at this point too long. And minor correct sentences, not three run-on sentences. It should technically be six. I want to like also kind of put an asterisk on that because that matters. And now as you're breaking up the sentences, because most of the time we do end up putting some kind of like list or step-by-step -step or a bunch of like points that we want to make. Don't just, I've seen people either list them off in one paragraph and now we can't even differentiate what they are or they'll just put like a dash, blah, 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 blah. Instead of putting a dash, please use an emoji. Use something. And the reason is, even if someone is skimming because they're like, this is boring, this sucks, I don't want to fucking read this, they'll at least, they're going to jump to emoji, to emoji, to emoji, and they will skim whatever is beside the emoji, assuming it's not the longest paragraph they've ever seen in their whole entire life. So, that right there, at bare minimum, you are drawing their attention to probably the things you want them to know most or that might be the most interesting or interesting enough to get them to keep reading. That's what we're looking for. We want them to spend time. We want them to talk. Like, this is what we want. Now, I'm going to give one more tidbit, which low-key is, I'm not going to say is my favorite, but I'm not going to say it's not my favorite because it is. Okay. When you're going through and making a reel, now hear me out. You're on the explore page. Scroll, 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 scroll. You're scrolling. It's all reels. Okay, great. What happens then? Now think about it. You're looking at the page and you have an entire reel. Okay, that's the only thing on the page. Now, what happens at the very bottom? You can even pull your phone up. Like, pull your phone up. What happens at the very bottom? What do you see? You see the very first line of the caption. 
That's the only thing you can see. You have a chance to essentially have two hooks already. The main hook for the reel, that's getting them to watch, but then an- then then there should be a call to action. But then that another that top line of the caption can essentially be another type of hook. Can't be the same. It can't feel clickbaity. It can't feel salesy. But that top line should be one of the most interesting things you're writing in order to get them to keep reading. It can also be a call to action, but that's 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 neither here nor there. We'll have to get to that in another day. So these are things to think about. There's so many chances to attract people's attention that I feel sometimes are just missed. And I'll also say, if you're posting photos or carousels, that first line of your caption also matters. Like they still see that even without clicking through inside of your content. So I feel like a lot of times we think, oh, well, the picture will do it by itself. A pretty picture alone will not get you the engagement you need. An interesting reel alone will not get you the engagement you need. Like people, social media, I honestly, I don't think it's hard, but I think learning the different steps that you have to do matter. And for Silas, using a strong developer to lighten hair is not enough to have healthy blonde hair. Lightening it, but you're not using a good toner or the correct, like, level of toner a and then actually the correct tone of the toner b is not going to get you the outcome that you want like all of these things start to work together and even if you happen to do the color right and you tone it right if you style it horribly blow dry it horribly or cut it horribly the client's not going to be happy all of these things come together to give the final beautiful outcome and that's what we're looking for inside of our social media too so with that we're coming to the end of the episode I really hope that this has helped, at least giving you some more insight on what your captions like do's and don'ts of your actual captions, like mistakes and pro moves, which everybody makes mistakes. I fucked them up. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we just fix it and we move on. So if you are interested in any type of coaching with me, shoot me a DM. Let me know. I can tell you what I have available. Uh, If you're not, that's cool too. And keep following because I'm just going to keep telling you about all the stuff I find out about marketing because I'm obviously very, very passionate about this. Like, I love it. Uh, And with that, stay tuned for more morning tea. And hey, if you want to be, I don't want to say roasted because I'm not going to fucking mind me. But if you're interested in being one of my like morning roast people, let me know because I think that'd be really fun. So with that, guys, have a wonderful day. Yay me for being consistent only three weeks in a row. But I will definitely see you next week.